Hello and welcome to the Twin Troopers podcast. My name is Eric. And I'm Jake. And this week we are covering the Riot Trooper. Jake, I'm a big fan of the Riot Troopers. Really? You don't say. <laughs> I I was a little disappointed because um, apparently after I played a lot of them, I found out that there's actually a lot of people who are exploring kind of this trooper, I don't know, trooper swarm meta, which I didn't, I haven't been following that closely. I thought I was the only one who, because I remember before they came out, everyone was like, riot troopers, they're not going to be very good. Melee units, thumbs down. What do you do with that? Yeah, no, right, I, what's uh, the point? I can confirm that you were playing and running riot troopers before, before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, you know, as usual, let's start with we're just going to kind of go through the Riot Trooper card just so if you're a listener and you're not familiar with them, you know what's going on, all right? So, I'm we're actually going to cover I'm going to cover both the elite and the regular today. So, I'm going to do a rundown of the elite and maybe I'll serve you up the regular and maybe sure. you'll just talk you can just talk about the differences, but I'll start with the elite here, okay? Sure. Uh Elite Riot Troopers, they are Trooper Brawler Guardian, Imperial only. Uh, it's seven points for the group, uh, three point figure cost, and you get two figures per group. Uh, and in that group, each figure has seven health, four speed on a defense. They roll the black die and for an attack, they have a red and a blue die. So a pretty decent dice pool, only two dice, which I think is kind of maligned in the current meta, but not bad. Seven health is strong. Black dice is strong. Um, and for special abilities. They get a free weaken, so it's not doesn't cost a surge or anything. Just if they attack and do damage, they get to deal weaken the weaken condition. They have a surge for plus two damage, and then another surge for plus one damage. So very, I think a very strong surge set. Uh, and then special abilities, which they have a lot for just being basically your normal troopers, which I think is pretty cool. So first ability, stun batons. After you resolve an attack, if the target suffered any damage, it also suffers suffers one strain. Uh, they have the shield ability. At the end of your activation, if you have no block tokens, gain one block token. So a free block token at the end of their activation. And then the last ability, which I think is excellent on all figures, uh, while attack, uh, professional. So while attacking, you may reroll one attack die. So you've seen that that's professionals kind of become FFG's way of denoting the free attack roll. If they're not a droid, and if they're a droid, I guess they get targeting computer. But it's their it's their reroll ability. They're reusing keywords finally. Despite These my guys comments. are uh, experienced at police brutality. Yeah, they are. They are ready to rock. Um, do you want to? Are you looking at the regulars? I just want to kind of denote what the what the major differences are because they're actually not too different. I think in how you play them, but it might be useful just to mention the differences. If you're ready, well, do it. If you're not, I can. Yeah, no, no problem. So sure. the main differences uh, is just as with all regular to elite transformations they're just a little bit worse so you get the uh you get their five points for the two set the set of two they're two points a piece right uh, they have the health of five so two less speed yep. of four is the same defense is the same with a black the attack yep. is also a blue red mm. their surges they do not get the free weaken they do not have any way to weaken at all actually it's a surge for plus one damage and a surge for plus one damage interesting uh, and then they also have the stun baton ability, cool. uh, resolve an attack, they suffer a strain. And then the shield, they also get with the end of your activation, you get a defense power token if you did not already have one. All right, so minor, it looks like minor kind of reduction in some damage abilities there, but still pretty close. Like surprise they keep stun baton, surprise they keep shield, but... Right, they, they have the same cool. basic equipment, they just don't have the right training. That's right, that's right. I like that thematic element to it. Uh, 
So let's just get into the stats here because I put together some damage stats. Uh, so I went I went into the dice calculator thing. And so riot troopers, the elites, let's start with the elites here. Elites have a 90% chance to do three damage. So uh, it's basically guar almost guaranteed that you're going to do three. Especially um, uh, that that calculator does not include the reroll. So once yep. you include a reroll, mm -hmm. then you have you're getting really up into the upper 90s, probably. Yeah, my bad. I should that clarify that all of these calculations, none, none consider the reroll. But obviously, you can just assume that a reroll is good. <laughs> just assume that a reroll is very good. Uh, so 90% chance to do three, 50% chance to do five. So about half the time you're gonna do five. And then I also calculated against a black die you have a 50% chance to do three. So it's kind of an assumption that either they're gonna, I guess, roll like an evade or a two block or some amount of blocks, right? And then if they're weakened, there's a 90% chance to do three damage against the black die. So basically you up your chance to do that three damage by quite a bit. And then this and is then, even before the strain is calculated. Yep, so not even considering the strain. Uh, and then I also calculated if they're focused, which I consider not even doing because it's kind of hard to focus them. But if they're focused, an 80% chance to do six damage. So pr actually, they... That's pretty scary. Oh, they hit hard. Uh, so then I also did the regular Riot Troopers. Um, and their damage stats are pretty close. 90% uh, chance to do three damage since they rolled the exact same dice pool. But they only have a 25% chance to do five damage as opposed to the 50 against the elites. Mostly, right. obviously, because of the surge changes is what I would imagine. Right. And then, and then they also don't have the professional. So they just, if yep, you're yep. bringing riots for attack, you bring the elite or you bring nothing. Certainly, certainly. So I think we should move right in to the strengths because obviously I'm a big fan of the riot troopers. And so it's important for us. Do you want to, do you want to cover? It's important for us to cover it. Do you want to talk about the first strength that we have on our little list here? Oh, sure. No problem. So cool. the greatest i'd say the greatest strength of the riot troopers is just for their cost they are incredibly survivable units so right. with the normal riot trooper you get five health and a defensive ability for only two points yeah that's pretty amazing and you know this is this is i think the reason why we've chosen to talk about because if, if you've listened to the other episodes we normally don't even talk about the regular version of a unit versus their elites but the thing about the regular riots and the elite riots is this basically survivability is what we're is our main concern in some ways because and we'll talk about this in a little bit when we get to strategy but if we're talking about that their if their goal is to just exist and live on an objective their ability to soak damage is so high and what they give your opponent is so low like they give so little to them that it's really it's really their value so hot. That's so amazing that they what they provide basically to your squad. Yeah, no, it's you. Yeah, their survivability is just insane. And the reason we even think about the uh, the grays is because when you run the math, there are only a couple units that uh, that can consistently take a regular riot off the board in one attack. There are almost none that can consistently mm. take a an elite off in one attack. So under most circumstances, your one ride trooper for two points, even the regular is going to be soaking two attacks, which is anywhere from two to four actions, depending on whether they move to get into position or not. Yeah. And I'm really glad you brought that up because that is originally how we determined, or I shouldn't say how we, but <laughs> when I was originally playing, I was strictly playing elites when I started and how we came to the, con the conclusion that maybe regulars would be fine to bring or to use 
is when you count, when I was counting the attacks that an elite versus a regular would take. So when I was using my elites, some of them would get attacked twice and live. Some would get attacked twice and die. And generally, if they lived through two attacks, the elite version, I was pretty happy. I was, I was very happy if they lived through two attacks. If they died on the second, you know, it was kind of up or down, like depending on what attacked them. It was like, oh, you know, maybe that's probably fine, depending on right. If it was like a what am I? if it was like an elite sentry was shooting at him or a ranger, you know, it was kind of within expectation that they would die in two attacks. And that was OK, right, because that was an entire activation of rangers that got my opponent three points, basically, which yeah. isn't it's not much for their entire activation. So but when you start looking at the regulars, if like, let's say a regular riot or an elite riot died after two attacks normally in the first attack they might take five or six like oh i four to six damage let's say in the second attack they would take four to six killing them right right and so like if you did the calculation you look at the regular riots and say oh well a regular would still survive the first attack as well and then soak up another attack basically the same as the reg as the elites right so they basically soak up even though the uh, elites have more health uh, they would soak the same amount of attacks, but give up less. And that's kind of most that's the value. Go yeah, ahead. Most sorry. units that you see running around these days will probably against a black die with a defense token, they're probably going to be able to run in for about three to four damage, which is just under the threshold to kill the regular riot. So yeah, yep, just, uh, just under, but just enough to kill a regular or an elite in two attacks. I keep messing those up, but you know what I mean? I'm saying that the number of attacks for both are actually the same. They live through the same amount of attacks. So maybe the regular is as valuable as the elite, assuming you're not looking for the offense and other utility. Make sense? Mm-hmm. For I sure. I, I don't know why. You already understand that. But basically, I'm, I'm doing the confirmatory. Like, if you're listening, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> speaking of offense, you want to talk about that? Ooh, yes. I wanted to bring up one more just to like bring this point home, right? And the fact that the elites only give three points for dying and that the regulars only give two. Oh God. I've, I've heard multiple it's opponents. Insulting. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I've heard multiple, I've had multiple again. And again, we're talking about when, it, when 12 points of Rangers are used to remove a three point figure, it, it's so insulting for opponents to have to just swallow that reality. It's like, Oh God. <laughs> uh, so funny. Um, yeah. Let's move into the attack because, and this is where we're, we are going to move into the elites, I think, exclusively for the most part, if if that's okay with you. That's most mainly what I'll be focusing on because I think this is, in my experience, the riots don't attack all that often unless your opponent comes to you. But when they do, they have a decent attack and especially for the elites. So yeah, for the attack damage, right? I would say it's one of their strengths, obviously, is that and this is something that I've heard other players say as well, but that they just have it, their damage doesn't peak all that much, but they have a very consistent like load and medium amount of damage. I don't know if you'd agree with that, but I think that's probably how I would describe them. Yeah, I could definitely see that, especially with the reroll. You just have a very consistent if you're going up against uh, black dice figures, you're just going to be consistently doing uh, two, three, four damage. Yep, uh, so exactly. One activation, it, you might even be able to pull off an opposing riot or jet if you get really lucky. Right. You're putting out a decent amount of damage. And again, for three points of figure. Exactly. And, you know, I, I just comment for if you're if you're a new player and you're wondering, you know, why is it so consistent? What's consistent about it? Like, so for me, right, I focus on the red dice for one, the fact that they have a red. Di I mean, obviously, Jake, you've mentioned the professional reroll, which is an incredible ability on any figure, but 
especially especially amazing on the red die because the thing about the red die is that it has four sides that have three or more results so and one side that has a single result so if you low roll your dice roll right if you get a one result on the red which is statistically an anomaly you right. can always you, you can reroll it and that's a huge way to flatten out basically those the the valleys of your damage in this dice pool yeah that's the thing i like about the red die is that it's a really uh consistent die like a lot of the time if i don't have anything else that needs to be re-rolled i'll even re-roll just a flat two damage face to hope for the three or the two in a surge because there's only the one six chance of going down yeah yeah exactly yeah and if i roll uh, yeah i would say the same thing on and this is feels a little out of place too but i've gotten really used to this playing a lot of riot troopers but if i roll did you just say this if you roll a two damage or did you say if you roll a one if Sorry. well you for sure re-roll a one damage if you yep. roll a two damage but no surge you re-roll that as well because yep me too have, yep yeah, always one face goes down two go same three go up for sure yep exactly really so good which feels i think feels a little counterintuitive sometimes because if you roll the two damage you're like oh that's pretty good but on the red die your your odds are better if you re-roll it because there's a lot of there's again four sides with three results especially and if you're, if you're already getting two. getting two results on the if you're getting two results off of your blue die you for sure just want to take a take a close look at that red die yeah. yep exactly and another thing i wanted to mention with them so we already talked about professional but this is this is something that we try and focus on on other episodes and i always try to be very explicit about it because i think it's something in imperial assault that players don't always pay attention to when they're dealing out their focus tokens and their and they're like power tokens and whatever but the fact that riots have the dice pool that they roll combined with their surges that are available is that they never have an excess of surges they always can spend all their surges the most surges you're ever going to roll in this dice pool is two and they can transition them all straight into damage which is awesome that's so good yes so that's definitely something that i don't like when i play jets is that you roll in your jet you get your flyby mm -hmm. attack and oh i rolled three damage and two surges. I'm going <laughs> to spend one for two damage and plus three accuracy because I can question yep. mark. Yep. Yeah. I've said that more times than I really want to really want to admit. Yeah. And that's that's the killer, especially. I mean, I've seen that happen on jets on Jedi Luke, those figures where it's like you can literally roll three surge results, three single surges. And they like they oh, basically they turn into like a damage or two damage. Oh, <laughs> it's it's the most insulting dice pool. But again, like I'm saying, the riots literally you roll two surges boom extra three damage not no questions asked so mm -hmm. such a good such a good set of surges uh and then what we have on strengths here kind of last one i just mentioned utility which is this is something this all these abilities kind of feel like gravy but in the game when you're playing if you're getting these off so let's say you get off four riot attacks and they all do damage and they all apply a weaken and your opponent has to burn four command cards it just it just kind of adds up like it's so annoying yeah no for sure and then just the ability to add strain uh as a frequent iggy player i i get a lot of utility out of this just the ability to cause strain that causes not only strain to the figures in game but it can cause a lot of mental strain of oh do i do i mill this or do i just take the extra <laughs> damage and when you have so many figures out on the mm. board because you can swarm these elite riots pretty effectively and the regular riots too yeah once yep. you start getting that much strain out on the board then right. people have to really start thinking is oh uh yeah oh one strain i'm just gonna mill no problem and then right. once you start getting into that four range it's uh i haven't drawn my assassinate yet so i don't think i want to risk that yeah now that's i think that's the other 
kind of a hidden strength that a lot of players don't think about. So when I'm using elite riots and I'm dealing the strain, uh, you can actually get a ton of information about what command cards a player is holding by dealing strain. Because when I move an attack and I see them look at their deck and they say, I'll take the extra damage and they don't burn a card. And then it, like, maybe I'll do it again and they don't burn a card again. They deal another extra damage for, in, for the strain. I basically know at that point, I'm like, oh, you're not holding, you're not holding your best command cards right now. I know okay. they're in your deck. I know they're in your deck because you don't want to burn them. And that like, that gives me information so I can be more aggressive or I can take more chances because I know I'm not going to get punished by, you know, the Son of Skywalkers or the Blaze of Glory or Assassinator, you know, all those things. It's like, it's, it's amazing how, right? The game doesn't tell you, like, there's nothing on the, there's nothing on the, elite riot trooper card that says like find out what your opponent find out what's in your opponent's command card hand your hand of command cards you can, you can learn that buy on it what the heck yeah right but you can intuit it by just kind of observing their behavior and knowing like oh you're not holding you're not holding anything you're not holding anything good because it's still in your deck and yeah. you don't want to lose it so <laughs> i'm Which just especially helpful like or they can be like i've seen a lot of players who just don't even think about it it's oh mill 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 and it's like oh there go all the good cards on yeah. the other hand there's about the same chance of or depending on how their deck's built, there's the same chance of, oh, they just got rid of their urgency. I'm already in their face, so they don't really need it, do they? Yeah, rats. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> urgency. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, so fitting in with utility for the strengths, uh, I think just the fact that these units excel at objectives, or do we want to cover that later? Oh my god! I mean, we'll we'll get into it, but say what say something you want to say right now. I think oh, that's yeah. I think so it's important. If you got a point to make, make it. These guys are primo objective runners oh, they are like between their survivability and like well mostly because of their survivability and they have the four speed which is decent not amazing they can just get in there and grab objectives hold terminals just do whatever you need them to do they they're they're good to do they're really good uh interns they go on your coffee runs for you <laughs> yeah i'd almost i'd almost count that up in the uh like and we didn't talk about it specifically, but I think it's under the umbrella of the their cost ver and survivability. Because when I think about uh, when you think about at you don't think about activating an officer first in round one. You don't think like, oh, I waste an activation by activating my officer, right? You just right. do it. You do you just do it because you, start you know, with like your soft passes. And yep, you're soft. Yeah, it's a soft pass. And in a way, right? Riots are kind of a soft pass, but they're like, a soft pass in the way of. Uh, I just grabbed two objectives on the map. So your your move opponent, like do something yeah. about it. And it's it's a way it's a soft pass that also um, it creates map control, forces your opponent to start basically start responding, like do something or lose or start losing the game. And right. that's that's so much power. That's so strong. Right. So between uh, between that survivability and the ability to uh, grab those objectives mm. you can really start to uh, get your opponent a little bit. Uh, start putting them a little bit on edge and they you this is like in super high level of just like oh you want your opponent on edge and want them thinking too hard and maybe they'll start to make mistakes and we're back after a slight technical issue we were just jake we were just talking about how riots can push out and take objectives is that that's true right yes uh, i believe Lord that's mercy yeah, I believe that's what happened before uh, before the force decided <laughs> that we should not be on the air. I tell you, it was yeah. My my computer was like, but gave it up. All right, so let's get back into this. Um, 
so yeah, just the, the fact that you can push out and take objectives and force your opponent to respond is so it's such a strong ability. It's so strong in the riot troopers. Right. And I really like it just for the psychological effect of it forces your opponent to have to make decisions, to have to feel a little bit of pressure. And just uh, if you can start that during round one, uh, start maybe interrupt a little bit the cadence of I, uh, I use my officers to push out my dudes. You use your C-3PO to focus your weak way. And then we just keep going back and forth. If I can move out earlier in the round with a unit I don't actually care that much about, then it starts to force you to have to respond to me. Yeah, outside of yep. the uh, standard. Uh, so like I knew, like I noticed a lot of the time it's you do a standard rhythm of everybody s- spends the first round setting up and maybe exchange one shot or two shots. But if you can uh, use your riot troopers to move out, take objectives and just make people respond to you, then that's a that's an excellent way to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, what, I'm going to I'm going to put a pin on what we're we're talking about some good stuff right now. I'm going to put a pin on that because I think we will get to it when we talk about strategy. But I think maybe we should just talk briefly about weaknesses because I don't have a I don't have a ton written down for weaknesses in my notes, but I think it's worth mentioning a few of them. You want to take the first here? Sure. Uh, the first weakness is that they're definitely melee figures. So uh, the old melee figure weakness. Yeah. So th- they have to get up in your opponent's face in order to uh, be offensively useful yes. so uh, again this is if you're planning to attack with them so this is probably more an issue with the uh elites than the regulars but either way if you want to attack then you either are in you either have to move to your opponent so that means they have extremely limited range with a lot with most ranged units you could you have your basic effective range but you could if you desperately need to if you don't have anything else to do you could just throw an attack out at range six and just see if you hit or not but you just you literally don't have that option with the with the riot troopers. Right. And, you know, I, I almost regard this as an axiom, but uh, I, it feels like axiomatic. The idea that they're melee figures like, oh, melee figures aren't as good. But like what I what I try to hammer home in this scenario is that the the problem with like all melee figures in Imperial Assault is the fact that no matter what, when they if you want to be aggressive with them, they're necessarily just going to end in a vulnerable spot. Right, they're gonna end their pos- right. they're gonna end their turn in a spot where they can basically be counterattacked very easily. Which I think that the uh, the cost to survivability ratio that we were talking about earlier definitely works in the riots' uh, favor in this particular case. But yeah, certainly any melee figure, you're going to have that issue. Yeah, it definitely mitigates that problem. Uh, yeah, and kind of kind of to go along with that, I just have written down here, right? Um, you know. They're still four speed, so they don't and no additional like movement ability. So right when you think about a character like Ahsoka, you know the force jump or the free two movement points, you might have some options after you attack to try and get away. But obviously, like the riots, if you move forward to attack someone, you're staying there. And even you know if you move two, you're staying there. <laughs> like you're not getting far away. Right. Uh, same problem, kind of with the reach. You know, no reach. So you know at least the Gamorians. Gorians can't really get away either, but you know, the fact that they can, I would say they have a certain strength when I, when I think about these figures versus Gamorians, there's a lot of similarities in my mind or they, they at least strike me as similar in the instant. But I will say that there are a lot of moments with Gamorians where I'm kind of surprised of like, Oh, that's right. Like they can attack two, you know, they're two spaces away and they can attack me. And you know, sometimes I don't do the, when I'm the opponent of Gamorians, I don't do the math right. And I get hit by them when I thought I was safe. 
where the riots, it's a lot, it's just a lot easier for, I think your opponent to internalize like, Oh, I can go here and you know, sans a command card. He can't attack me with a riot trooper. Right. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, yeah and that comes into play for sure. Uh, they just aren't as good at damage, but on the other hand, they're cheap. What like they do actually more damage than a lot of three cost figures because of the fact that they're melee. So exactly. So yeah, that which kind of gets us into the next uh, weakness, which is their damage is good, but in the uh, Jabba's in the heart of the Jabba's realm uh, mm. meta, then we it's not as it's not as high as a lot of other bread and butter units. So. Right. If you're, if you're planning to use them as your offensive powerhouses, you might want to move along to a different <laughs> unit. Yeah, and I, I think that's I think that's a good point in that. So this w- for better or worse, Imperial Assault is not in a place where low to moderate dependable damage is the way to offensively win games. Yeah, no, um, you, you yeah. spike damage. Yep, big big spikes swing games right killing figures before they're able to activate that's very difficult for the right that's not an expectation i would normally have of the riot troopers to be able to accomplish all that easily so that is so if you are in a situation where right let's let's say your opponent is able to contest objectives as well as you um you're not getting ahead in objective points right their offense is probably not gonna tilt the difference in your favor assuming they have um what am I trying to say? Assuming your opponent has a more efficient, like offensive squad on their side. Right. If you're up against a riot mirror or something, then, oh God, I, I can't imagine a more sloggy <laughs> match. A riot mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last negative I kind of have here is I just want to mention Jabba the Hutt. And I only mention this because I have seen. So I don't think Jabba is all that. I don't see him when I play that often right now. But I have not seen Jabba since Worlds in quite some time. All right. But so let's let's just Jabba is a figure out there and he has an ability called Nefarious Gains, which is when a hostile figure is defeated, gain one victory point. So if you are going to go this route and run regular riot troopers or even elite riot troopers. Yeah, your opponent, your opponent basically can get a lot more value like and by bits and pieces by removing and if you're you know assuming you're running like a trooper swarm-esque list right they're gonna gain those marginal those points that maybe you're getting off objectives that are moving you ahead you might not quite be able to keep up in that case i don't know if you agree with that assessment but i in my mind that's i remember playing a lot of troopers against jabba's and it hurt it hurts when your opponent's just like yep i'll take five i'll take four i'll take four i'll take five and just over and over and over yeah oh for sure i I think I would actually be interested to see a Jabba resurgence because it's actually yeah. a really fun and interesting unit to play. But until that point, uh, that's something that we can just keep in the back pocket. It's the it's the specter that haunts the riot troopers' dreams. Yep, yep. Oh, don't even don't even get me started on Jabba. I feel like it's their <laughs> I feel like it's FFG's best unit they made, like by far. Oh, but anyways, geez. Jabba. Maybe you don't need to worry if your opponent isn't playing them. Don't worry about it. We're gonna go on to strategy. You want to talk about strategy, objective focus gameplay. That's what I've written here. And we are, we kind of covered this a lot, I feel, but it is worth noting, right? How do you play riot troopers? Well, the answer is they are meant to push the map out. You're going to, you're taking objectives. You're ideally, you're probably taking all objectives because that is what you're hopefully getting your points from. Right. Well, that's uh, depending on the number of riots you run, Mm -hmm. but uh, if you're running two sets of them, then yes, you, you can 
uh, especially on the current map rotation. As of right now, it's still Nalhutta and Mos Eisley Back Alleys and Jabba's Palace. All of those maps are very conducive to what the riots do, which is move out, hold space, and grab those objectives. Yeah, and I think the riots actually introduced a very interesting... And so I don't want to like necessarily lock our assessment into the current map rotation but something that i didn't necessarily i didn't even think about this for nalhada and so let's let's describe nalhada as it is a very large map that is very open and it is very long and wide so originally i remember thinking like oh this is gonna be a really strong map for long-ranged figures that do a lot of damage and that is going to be the death of all the melee units of all melee figures yep i remember this and that might be true for future maps too. But basically what I found is like, oh, wow, there's like a real, there's, there's a real strength to these, these, um, how do I want to say this? Like survivable, cheap melee figures that can spread out across the entire map, hold every objective. And it's just very difficult for your opponent to move and orient themselves to address each um, point on the map, basically contest every objective. It's so hard. Yeah. And no, it's really strong. The riot troopers are really conducive to a swarm type uh, archetype, which mm. if you're running up against a rangers or weak way pirates, that they just don't have the bodies to contest the objectives you're holding. Yep, exactly. And if and they do decide to use their snipers up in the front lines, well, that's playing into your benefit because you're probably also running jets or you're running Vader. And th- it, the closer your opponent gets, the more dead they get. Yeah, and it, it kind of reminds me of... You know, you'll kind of um, I think like when I've watched I don't want to get too I don't want to get too off the rails here. But like when you watch like um, like if I watch like a civil war, I've, I've been watching a documentary on the civil war and there will be moments where they kind of discuss about how the two sides will they'll spread their line really wide. And then there'll be points where they'll try and shove large amounts of soldiers or like large amounts of troops at a single point to try to break that point. Yes, and that's so how I-, I kind of feel like this almost works out is that. The riots like create this wide line on the map and your opponent decides to try to engage. But because their list isn't built as efficiently to, I guess, like structurally engage each point like separately. Um, if they try that, so let's say that they're running weak ways and maybe like Gamorians or something. What they do is they might split all their figures to try and contest your points. Well, then what you do is essentially your back, your like back line, your jet troopers essentially respond as a squad of four to whatever point that they did. And then you like, you know, you grab the points from that figure who mistakenly tried to engage all alone on that, on that spot. And then mm-hmm. like your opponent's army is weakened. You've gotten points. They haven't contested very, they haven't contested all the objectives because they don't have the right figures to do it. So you're just, you're um, incrementally getting ahead. So you're not like smashing your opponent. You're not smashing their entire army, but you're getting these little incremental games gains and their army also is actually just incrementally getting weaker. So they are, are in an even worse position to contest you as the game goes on. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, I don't <laughs> I think I would have said it any better myself. I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and, uh, and bask in the uh, awesome uh, tactical analysis here. Oh my God, you're too. That's too kind. <laughs> um, so another, so hopefully we kind of focus. I think we've talked a lot about the objective focus gameplay. What I, yeah. no, what I, I think. Riots, uh, uh, yeah, at the risk of embedding our, like, I think the ri- the rise of the riots, like them becoming more and more popular, which we might want to cover near the end. Mm. But the fact that they are a unit that people are aware of and have to account for is 
bringing the game into a lot more of a uh, into a lot more of a more strategic tactical uh, map control type mm. area instead yep. of the uh, instead of where it was previously, which was the spike damage. Uh, whoever kills the most wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I I think it's actually really good. It's a great for the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I like I like to beat people's face in, but I do agree that that can get pretty pretty obnoxious after a while. <laughs> right. Um, so another strategy I have here, which I actually think is quite viable in depending on what your list is, but I have blockers for more valuable units. Uh, oh, and this is this is something that also it it almost works the exact same as the objective idea. Only the notion is okay. Well, I'll just set my I'll put my riots in front. And I'll use it to allow my right because you might have figures like a Captain Tarot or a Vader or even Jet Troopers, right? Who are they want to be ranged? They want to be two or closer, right, to their opponents, to their enemies. Three, I can't remember. Right. What, I can't remember what flyby is, but they want to be pretty. They want to be pretty darn close, and so they need a little coverage on the way up. Well, I'll put a two point riot trooper in front of them, or a couple two point riot troopers, build a little wall, and we'll we'll advance. Your, your figures will have to shoot at them because they don't have... And a lot of times, sometimes it's just understanding the limitations of your opponent. So right, if they're running Rangers or Weequays, a lot of times those figures who are... They're a little squishy, right? They they don't want... They can't move four to get line of sight on your Jet Troopers or move two and two to get sight on Vader or something because then they're in range of you know your incoming attacks with Vader or Jet Troopers or whatever, right? That means they're vulnerable. Right, so they have to chew through these lines of troops that are, uh, like we said earlier, insulting to have to kill. Yeah, yeah, and va- and provide so little value. Right, they're just yeah. they're. It doesn't even matter if you lose them. Your army is still as strong as it was essentially. Yeah, so just they uh, they just set up their shield wall for the and then the everybody behind them. If we're just going to start using historical metaphors, uh, they. They're the shield wall of that phalanx, and then you have your other units pushing those spears out and killing people. Exactly. And something that we didn't necessarily mention that is really um, also very strong is that what I like about these figures is that if your opponent low rolls, the value, like you might get an entire, another entire attack out of these figures sometimes, which is, that's, that's, you know, sometimes I, I focus on, high roll attacks and i'm like oh that's such that's such like that's so stupid that they like rolled 12 damage in an attack or something i'm like oh it's so frustrating but i never you know they're the riot troopers high roll is their opponent like rolling really poorly and it's like oh i was supposed to die a regular riot supposed to die after two attacks well nope it's gonna be three attacks this time yeah sometimes uh yeah sometimes lady luck comes in and and just put stuff like that in your opponents. And that also comes back to our old uh, point of just putting people a little bit further uh, into frustration territory, which then once people get frustrated, then they start to make really bad decisions. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. And so you kind of want to talk about, you have written here, finishers? Finishers question mark. So I was was looking, uh, I know you've, so I was looking at them and what... What do you think of the utility of going in with them and you like so in the second and third rounds you're attacking with your higher power units first and then so you leave say an opponent's sentry droid at two health remaining would you use your rise to just go in there use their uh, use their beat sticks and just take them off the board quick I so I'll say I have 
and so maybe your point is i i think well taken this idea of um right so sometimes you wouldn't like if you're jet like let's say you do a jet trooper attack or a vader attack and you leave an opponent at one health or two health that you wouldn't actually want to use your other jet trooper or your other sentry or whatever it is like the other part of a squad you wouldn't want to just do you wouldn't want to use them to deal one more damage when in all actuality their attack could probably do like five or six right you wouldn't right, want to do so that you want to get those on other targets yeah that need. and so and so having figures that sort of have a well like we've talked about that low to medium like it's dependable damage you're you're pretty confident you can push two two or three or whatever you need to remove that one last health figure uh yeah i think there is a lot of value to that actually in a way that you know you don't really think about of like oh you know i don't you know a big a big figure shooting at a almost dead figure is kind of a waste and that so you can get a lot they kind of provide their own value in a way yeah, yeah, I yeah definitely so yeah that's uh that's definitely something that could be considered even for the regulars if you just need that one extra bit of damage then it's oh yeah. i'm gonna push this guy who what was he doing anyway just picking his nose by the terminal you can send him out to go go uh take that last hit off yeah and and the regulars do again the regulars aren't the regulars don't aren't obviously don't do as much damage potential damage as the elites but i i mean i think the important thing to note about the regulars is they're still rolling that red dice so they can still kind of spike up there with you know if they roll three damage on the red and whatever they get in the blue it's it's pretty good yeah for sure they definitely they have the potential to accomplish something which sometimes right if you're if you were attacking let's say with a regular stormtrooper you might say to yourself like well uh this is futile what am i going to accomplish with this yeah yeah exactly so uh so or do you think we're ready to move on to command cards we are definitely ready to talk about command cards we've talked strategy we've talked weaknesses oh let's yeah. let's talk about it so first one down we got grenadier here let me uh i'm gonna pull this one up here and give me one second to get rid of this grenadier grenadier is a three-point command card it is trooper only and it says for an action choose a space within three spaces and roll one red die each figure on or adjacent to the chosen space suffers damage equal to the damage results that is a good riot trooper card that's an excellent riot trooper card because i've actually not included it in a lot of the lists i have with mm. jet troopers because you want that spike damage against a single target but when you're dealing with riot troopers who are already a close to the action and b their attacks aren't going to do that massive spike damage you're looking for. So yeah. you send them in and, oh, I'm just going to throw this grenade and, oh, I can take the last two damage off of that guy and also do a couple bonus damage to your Dracata or wh whoever. Exactly. So it's just, just a good, like, their actions are not as spoken for as with some other troopers that we've discussed in the past. Yeah, and I think that's an excellent point as well, especially considering that a lot of times your riots are sitting on objectives. And your opponent generally is assuming they're not contesting the objective. They're smart enough to kind of, you know, they can count to four. They can count four spaces away. Yeah. Um, but this gives them, right, that little extra like, oh, you didn't count seven away, did you? Ha ha ha. Oh, you thought you could run that? You <laughs> thought you could run your Han back with one damage and still get an end around shot? Nope. Yep, yep. Uh, next, Grizzly Contest. I don't know if you have the cards up. Um, I, can, uh, I actually I can have this one memorized. It's one of my favorite cards in the game. Uh, oh my god, so smart. Uh, it's a Brawler-only command card for two points. Uh, it's used during your activation, mm -hmm. no action cost, uh, to choose an opposing figure adjacent to you to deal two damage to them, and you suffer two strain. Yeah, that's, so that's card, pretty good. 
uh, I have been like I used it with the double back in my double bantha days uh, with Vader with Luke. Just such an amazing card that you can just go in there and you deal free damage. Yeah, it's really. I don't know if really I have to explain card. it beyond that. It's free damage. Yeah, it's really obnoxious, and especially the. I think like what a lot of people don't notice, but why it's so strong too is just that it doesn't cost an action, right? You can just yeah. get right in there. So no, good. you can do some sick things with that. You can, if you really need to, you could like we were talking about that opponent who was counting to four. He's not expecting to have to count to eight. You run exactly. up a grizzly contest and finish off their high value unit. Yeah, there's there's so many good moments. Grizzly contest is a is an incredible card. Uh, next we have reinforcements reinforcements the uh, a card that was super popular but now it's kind of fallen off but maybe is back with the riot troopers so reinforcements two cost card you can include two of them in your deck uh, use at the start of a round choose one of your defeated troopers that has a reinforcement cost of three or less so that is both versions of the riot troopers uh, place that figure adjacent to any other figure in this group so bring one of your bring one of them back to life which, yeah so uh, <laughs> which remember when we... so obnoxious yeah, you uh, remember when we were saying it was insulting to kill him? Now kill him again. Yeah, do it again. It also actually that is it is a card though too, where it's um one where a lot sometimes your opponent can be kind of caught off guard, thinking like going into a new round. Let's say they're starting to think about all right, so what potential damage does my opponent have? And they might assess like, oh, okay, you have a single riot, or maybe like two groups of single riots or something like that. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're going to get a double activation of riots of, you know, that red, blue professional strain weekend. Oh, so gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really, it's really up there. And, uh, and at least for the time being, it's, uh, it's a card that will surprise a lot of people of, oh crap. I, I know the first time I played against you and you're running riot troopers, I was like, oh crap, those guys can be reinforced. Uh, yeah, yeah. now what? Yeah. And, I don't think uh, that, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to also say that the only problem is that it's not as good on the two-figure units, but it's still, if you can pull it off, then you it's really can be game-swinging of just putting a figure there that can go back in, contest the objectives that your opponent thought that they'd be able to get that round. Yeah, it's just exactly. a really good, really good card. Yeah, it's, it's, so been, good. it's been a feature of the game since the, since the day one, and it will continue to be so. Yeah, it's it's fun to see it back in. I, you know, maybe if the meta swings to favor a lot of riot troopers, people will start removing the full group of them before you can play it. But I think right right now, when they're not that they're not so popular yet, most people they kind of leave them right. alive for too long. <laughs> yeah, and and that's even assuming that you have the ability to pull an entire activation off because that's four or five attacks. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. So next we've got looking for a fight. Is that what I've written here? Yeah. Looking for a fight is just a, it's just a fun card to have around. I'm not sure if, uh, if riots are the best place to use it, but definitely a place to use it where it's a brawler card that states that you use during your activation to either, uh, move one space and gain a power, uh, a damage power token yep. or to push an opposing figure up to one space. I don't remember if you get the power token off of that as yep. well. Yeah, you get so you get the so it says it's brawler at zero points. Um, use during your activation to gain one damage power token, and then either move up to one space or push an adjacent small figure up to one space. So it's actually it's not bad. It's not bad. It, I I mainly include it because it's a movement card for zero for brawlers, so it's slightly higher value I would say than like a um what's that shoot what's the card fleet footed fleet footed yeah it's it's uh, strictly better fleet footed for brawlers only though so. 
Yep. But say, hey, we have brawlers here, so we're that's gonna- right. You got plenty. Um, next card, face to face, is another brawler card for one. Uh, it's a special action. Move up to two spaces and perform an attack targeting an adjacent figure or object. So, again, I I don't I wouldn't use this with riots necessarily, but in a pinch, if you need the you're running a brawler list already, then yep, exactly. It's another guy who can use it. No, it's a it's a fun it's it's definitely a fun card that uh, I like using with uh, with Vader and the other other big guys like that. But just for the surprise factor of being able to move further than people expected you to is just uh, mm, delicious. Yep, and and again, since it's just one point, I feel like it kind of I, I would I would feel wrong not mentioning. It's worth it. considering. Yeah, exactly. Now, for cards that I don't think you need to consider, and for sure would be in an, at least in a double riot list, uh, Death Blow. So oh, Death Blow is hard so much. So good. One point. It is any figure. Use when you declare a melee attack to apply one damage to the attack results. If the defender has the ranged attack type, apply an additional plus one to the attack results, which is quite a lot of figures. So if a plus two damage, one point card. Oh, so good. Yeah. And that... Uh... That that lets you just bring people off the board right when you need them, or you can uh, get that spike. Da- like this turns a riot trooper, which we were just saying isn't a spike damage. This card turns them into a spike damage unit. Yeah, for for quite an efficient cost. So I really like it with them. Yeah. Uh, next card, provoke is a one point card. Use after use after you resolve an activation to choose a hostile figure adjacent to one of your troopers or guardians, which would be. They are both of those. The riot troopers are both. Uh, that figure's group must activate next if able. Now, I don't run this card that often, but I do see it as a potential powerful card if you could pull off like a forcing them to activate a C three or something. When I always ro- use it when I'm running any when I'm running a significant amount of troopers in my list, I always use it just for the fact that you can. We were talking earlier about the tempo of I activate my support, you activate your support, I activate my hitter, you activate your hitter, I activate my biggest hitter, you activate your biggest hitter. Yep. It can force your opponent or in the beginning of round two, it's I want to I want to move with my biggest hitter, but oh, you have to oh, look at that smuggler that you uh, put next to my riot trooper to contest this objective. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to run with that smuggler and it doesn't even have to be the unit you just activated. So it could be. I run with my Vader and deal a bunch of damage and then I provoke your smuggler and then my jet troopers will move in to finish the job. Right. Yeah. It's that's just very a strong. really powerful ability to throw off your opponent's tempo. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, another card I have down here, bodyguard, which is something that I actually wanted to sit and talk about because I do think it's in, uh, this is a card I've tried and I got rid of because I wasn't very good at it, but I, I think a high-level player could probably, with some practice, could probably do a lot with it. So Bodyguard is a one-point card. You can include two copies in your deck. Uh, it's Guardian only. Use when an attack targeting an adjacent friendly figure is declared. If you could be the target of that attack, the attack targets you instead. Not well, bad with these figures that people don't really want to attack all that much. Exactly. So I, I put that in there because of the fact that it can be, re- it, you're right, it's really tough to pull off, but when you can, uh, you can draw off your opponent's focus, toes for the job, uh, weak way attack or what, or Han attack, and just pull that off onto your two-point unit. Your opponent gets two points, and the Darth Vader you're protecting moves in to finish the job. It's just a really, yeah. it's another one that can really pull off the tempo. So these, 
these uh these riot troopers in both their command cards and their general play style they're really good tempo units yeah i and you know what i should maybe try them in that way because i don't i don't think i've given them enough practice to try the bodyguard approach which i do actually think could be again incredibly valuable when your opponent is you know when you could get them to waste like a focused attack or uh yeah like you said like a tools for the job attack or things like that it's like uh nope you don't you're not gonna attack my vader or who you know whoever i've got on the map you can yeah. attack this junkie riot trooper and sometimes right for a figure like Again, I, I I imagine this card specifically with Darth Vader because there's a good chance that he'll be up in it and your Riot Troopers will, will also be up in it. So you might be able to pull this off a little bit easier. But I especially, I especially envision it for Vader because, you know, if you don't do enough damage to him in the first, I don't know, like two rounds, you're, you're probably not going to have the chance to do the... You're not. You're never gonna yeah. get the chance to do enough to get right. Him off. You need to. Uh, you need to take him off first, or completely ignore him. And if you completely ignore him, he's going to be Darth Vader. <laughs> is one of the few figures that can, uh, with more than fifty percent of the time, pull an elite riot off in one shot. Yeah, it's a like, scary he just pulls so much damage, and mm. uh, and so the other thing I like about bodyguard is that the way the game timing works is that you get to wait and see if your opponent is playing Han or Hunters. Like they would have to use their element of surprise, their tools for the job, their death blow mm. before you use that. They use that before you uh, at the declare attack. So they, yeah. as the attacker, play their cards first and you're like, oh, tools for the job. Yeah, no, attack this guy instead. Yeah, you can kill the useless riot. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> What's the, What do I care? Yeah, so you can use that uh, if you're holding on to it, you can your opponent might be trying to bait out your good defensive cards. So like they move up their non-focused weak way, make the attack mm. and you're like, oh, no, I'll let that pass. And then they move up with the focused weak way. Oh, I'm going to bodyguard that. Right. I feel like we've done command cards justice. Yeah. I'm sorry if we missed sure. one that if you personally really like one listener, I'm sorry we missed it, but I feel like these are the ones that I would definitely, every time I put in riots, I consider them. Yeah. Th there's nothing else off the top of my head. Unfortunately, there's just, not that many good guarding cards. I thought it would be really funny to uh, put in hold position here, but the the you just don't run that card. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, so I have a couple lists that I put together based on these are lists that I've either played or I would like to play, and one I've played a lot and one not as much. So the first list I have here is um, it's a seven activation, I think. Yeah, seven activation list. It's Captain Tarot for seven two sets of elite riot troopers to bring you to 21 two sets of elite jet jet troopers to bring you to 35 two officers for 39 and then zillow for 40 and that is the ultimate like tons of hp uh the riots move forward kind of clear block the way for captain tarot to advance hopefully kind of just be obnoxious give tarot the opportunity to do as many flamethrowers as possible and the jets are pretty much safe because your opponent can't really concern themselves with them while right. all the rest of this is in their face now actually uh i actually played against you when you uh first came up with this list and i just was sitting there thinking there's so many dudes on this board there's so many hit points what do i even do against this yeah and they're all they it kind of the list kind of has its own unique flavor in that everything feels like it needs to be a priority to be removed which i think is kind of a fun it's a fun conundrum to put your opponent in that's what i like about yeah, that list. for sure yeah and it's and it particularly is good with these uh if you were hoping to 
use cards like um, reinforcements and uh, death blow and things like those cards can kind of augment like if you're worried about the elites not doing enough damage that's mm-hmm. a good it's a good way to bring them up uh, yeah. the other list I have here though is so this is a I what I like about this is that these this list also uses riots but it, it feels like a very different flavor of using them and so in this list it's and this is a list I want to try very shortly it's two elite sentry droids uh, Palpatine so that brings you to 28 points right there two regular riots bumps you to 38 and then one officer so the idea being that all your offense is basically going to come from palpatine these two elite sentries and then kind of using the strategy we discussed earlier of the you know use your riots as blockers for your sentries you know let them move forward hopefully they live long enough for your sentries to get off you know multiple activations and essentially eviscerate right. your opponent's force before they can really do any damage yeah, to your sentries. set up that shield wall and Palpatine is just a nightmare. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love Palpatine. We need to, oh, we need to do a show about him. Yeah, in due time, soon, <laughs> soon. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. Like, are we about ready to wrap it up? I, I think we are. I feel like we've said a lot of nice things about the riots. Again, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's something we should say to walk them back. I feel like I've made a really strong pitch of why you should try them out. I well, do. Th- they, go ahead. Like we've said multiple times here, is they don't put out the kind of damage that you're really looking for if you want to run a spike damage list. Right, uh, they're, right. they're there to block. They're there to hold ground. They're there to grab objectives. If you want a uh, high damage unit, move along to something else. Yeah, very true. And I think there is... See, what I like about them is that taking objectives is such a, a sure, kind of like a very dependable way to get points in this game but i do think there's a world like there there probably are some offensive lists that might be able to remove your riots too fast for you right there there are options for your opponent to respond in a way that i'd be interested to see the uh like a pure scum hunters list up against a heavy riots list yeah Uh, yep see like something like that where it's just the damage output is so high that you can just rip through the riots and get to the meaty inner core of the of the list yeah exactly very interesting so yeah i'd say that that's their greatest weakness is that they just don't have the damage output to if you want to make a flighty list you just move along Mm, for sure um jake i think we're gonna wrap it up sounds good to me yeah cool well uh thanks for being on again thanks for hosting i think we this is a great great figure review for first figure review for the two of us yeah definitely no and uh i couldn't uh, think of a better better figure to review the these guys are they're a rising star excellent these guys they're uh they're (laughs) in the big lights yeah Yeah, you'll see them soon you'll see them soon in hollywood don't don't worry about it i'm sure they'll be in a star wars movie near you (laughs) (laughs) Jake, uh, you have a good day and thanks a lot. All right. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Cool. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll, oh, yeah. Also, we have a Patreon. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, and then Patreon. Yeah. Whatever. If you give money to it, great. If you don't, we're, we're just keeping the lights on also here. Great. Thanks a lot. All yeah. right. Jake, take it easy. All right. If you insist. Awesome. All right. Bye bye.